Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey there, hello to you today, and welcome to this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, where we talk about God's promises and kind of also about how knowing who you are and knowing who you aren't has a great impact on how you see yourself and how you live out your life. Because the way we live out our minutes, our hours, and our days, that adds up to our life. And so we want to live it well. Hard to live it well when we don't know who we are. Uh, Today's episode is kind of a follow-up, a back-to-back, kind of a two-parter that is coming straight on the heels of episode 159. I've been doing a series called Every Book of Promise, where we work through all 66 books of the Bible in order, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, just finding God's promises in the books and uh, talking about them and getting, hopefully getting excited about them, believing them, appropriating them, living like they're true for us individually, because they are. But this little two-part, 159 and 160, these two episodes are about something else, something the Lord put on my heart um, several weeks ago, and I shared some of this content on my other podcast, the Prayer Podcast with Jan Elbert, a couple of weeks ago, and then I shared some in the prior episode, which just came out. These are back-to-back episodes this week on the Burton Otterney Show, and I'm going to continue that today, but what it, with, with this episode, what I'm going to do in episode 160 is I am simply going to read a chapter from the Bible. It's just going to be reading the Word of God and letting it speak for itself. You're listening to the Burt Not Ernie Show, part of the Spark Network, now playing in the Edify app. This is episode number 160. Alrighty, so the passage I'm reading is Matthew 24, and I'm going to read from... I'm going to stick with the New Living Translation that I just read on a daily basis most of the time because I want my reading to be fluid, not hiccupy. And if I switch to a different translation, I think my reading might be a little bit hiccupy because you know how it is when you primarily read one, you know, your daily Bible reading is one version, then you're say you've got your Bible and you're reading it at church while the pastor reads from his translation and you're like, wait, what? I'm lost. So I don't want to have the hiccup of like reading something that's not what I read every day. I don't want to feel lost. I don't want you to feel lost. So I'm going to start right at the very beginning of Matthew chapter 24 from the New Living Translation. And I'm going to read all the way through verse 51. And that's actually, that's actually all I'm going to do. That's going to wrap it up today. So it's going to be just the reading of the word of God. I ask that you would listen with um, ears to hear and with a certain degree of reverence for the word of God. Uh, I was, uh, when I was first saved, the church I attended, um, we would stand for the reading of the word of God each week. And uh, I think that's just a sweet spot to me for my, it was foundational. It was a beautiful thing for me as a brand new Christian in my early twenties to stand to read God's word. I just think it made an impact on me. That was uh, wonderful, and it developed in me kind of a extreme reverence for 
the word of God. I don't take for granted that I have a Bible that I can open at any time. I have a lot of Bibles that I read them and I use them and I rotate through them. And there are many that I use until they fall apart. And then I set them aside maybe for my, you know, I don't, I, I used to think my kids and grandkids will each have my, but I don't know what's going to happen to those falling apart old highlighted, underlined, marked up, written in Bibles, but I read them till they fall apart. I love the word of God. So um, as I read this today, maybe just in your mind, you could have kind of a, you know, just a, this is the word of God. There are people around the world who don't have even one, one sentence of the word of God. Like they don't have a page of a Bible, let alone an entire Bible, let alone several dozen Bibles as we probably have in our home. So um, as I read, just bear in mind that we're so blessed that we have the word of God. All right. Matthew 24, the New Living Translation. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings, but he responded, do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth, they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all this is only the first of birth pains, with more to come. Then you will be arrested persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers, and many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. The day is coming when you will see what Daniel the prophet spoke about, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for there will be greater anguish than at any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive, but it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or look, he is hiding here. Don't believe it. For as lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, The moon will give no light, 
the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among all the peoples of the earth, when they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. However, no one knows the hour, the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That's the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks, my master won't be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk? The master will return, unannounced, and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's really all I'm going to talk about today on the episode. I actually don't have much to talk about about this passage other than I want to say something that I said at the beginning of episode 159, which is uh, kind of what I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. This is not aimed at anyone. This is just something the Lord put on my heart. This is not because I had a text message conversation with somebody and my response is going to be, uh, you know, to to talk about, out of context, talk about what we discussed via text on my podcast. That's actually not what this is. This isn't about anybody I know in the online world or in real life, a conversation we had, anything anybody said. There is a 0% chance that that's the truth. What happened was... Uh, the Lord told me to do this at this exact time, a couple of weeks ago on the prayer podcast, and then hit a pause on every book of promise and share this now on this podcast. And next week, I'll go back to every book of promise. That's all it is. And so I just want to make sure that nobody thinks, huh, remember when we were texting or what? And no, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. This is not aimed at anybody. This is 100% what the Lord put on my heart to share right now at this time. I would encourage you to read Matthew 24 for yourself and pray about it. Um, read it in whatever Bible translation you regularly read. And then if you feel like it, you can look at some other ones. Um, the Amplified has some great 
like just a little bit of differentiation in it that can be very helpful um, for certain aspects of it. There are pieces of this that most certainly, most certainly are talking about the nation of of Israel and maybe not exactly for Gentile believers, uh, which is what I am in the age of grace and the age of Gentiles. Um, I'm I'm a Gentile believer. So if you deep dive into it as much as you want to, I just want to reiterate that what he says about when he returns, it will be like in Noah's day. They were just going on with life and living. It was sudden and it was unexpected. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood hit. Even though Noah had been preaching to them, they just weren't getting it. They just weren't getting it. They weren't in the ark. If you know Jesus, he's your ark. You're sealed with his the pitch like you are in the boat. You're in the place of safety. You're covered. But you don't want to, to miss it because you just don't have any idea what's going on. And I know you don't want anybody else to step into eternity without knowing Jesus. If you have a heart for the Lord and you're grateful for your salvation, I know you don't want anybody else to miss it. Noah preached and they didn't respond. Hopefully when you share about Jesus, there will be a much better response. Pray and ask that there be a response that people will turn to the Lord when you share about your personal Lord. Share your story, what he's done in your life, what walking with Jesus means to you. Uh, Relate to people where they're at. You may have a story that connects with somebody that uh, the pastor at your church, his story can't connect with that person, but you can. Like You're part of the body of Christ, and you never know what kind of a difference you could make. Um, And then maybe if this just would remind you, this reading in Matthew 24, that um, you don't know. If a homeowner knew when exactly a burglar was coming, man, he would have been ready. He'd have kept watch. It wouldn't have happened. The break-in wouldn't have happened. Jesus says, so you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Keep watch. For you don't know what day your Lord is coming. And verse 44, you also must be ready all that time. For the Son of Man will come when least expected. I just want to read 42 and 44 once more. Matthew 24, verse 42 and verse 44. So you too must keep watch. Are you keeping watch, my friend? Jesus didn't say, if you feel like it, now and then. No, no, he said, you must keep watch. Where Jesus puts a must, may we not put a comma, put a pause, put a dot, dot, dot. May we not erase that and change that word to something. May we not erase that entire sentence. May we not think, I've got time, I'll keep watch later. Jesus said, we must keep watch. So keep watch. For Why do we need to keep watch? Because we don't know what day our Lord is coming. We don't know what day he's coming. So keep watch. And don't let that be like a well, I don't know what day he's coming. And so I don't know what I'm watching for it. No, no. Keep watch. Jesus said must. He meant must. You also must. Verse 44, you also must be ready all the time. That's two musts that Jesus gives us. You must keep watching. You must be ready all the time. This, These are our marching orders. This is our directive. For the Son of Man will come when least expected. When least expected. Keep watch and be ready all the time. Lord bless you as you stick close to Jesus, as you do what he's called you to do, and as you live out your days for his kingdom, for his purposes, for his glory, and for his honor. Thanks so much for joining me for these two special episodes of the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, and I hope you'll come back next week as we continue in our Every Book of Promise series. We dropped off with Ruth 
So I'm excited to talk about what comes next. And if you haven't listened to that one, I would encourage you to, because the book of Ruth is really a beautiful, beautiful book of the Bible. Lord bless you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, remember, my friend, keep watch, be ready all the time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.